0: Hi folks, I'm Fred McMurray. It's Monday 2 p.m. So this isn't Pillars of Franchising. This is actually Community Voices! Today on Community Voices, we're talking with Megan McVicker, who this time next week will, will be launching the Here We Grow Slow. Megan, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me, Fred, and this is a great, great place to be right now. I'm very excited to have a chat with you. So before we before we go into the show, um, tell our listeners about,
0: about yourself. What do you do? Where do you live, as if I don't know, but our viewers may not, our listeners may not. So where are you living? What are you doing?
1: Well, I am living in Napomo, and I'm having a great time with my husband and my pets who are chasing each other right now. (laughs) Can't wait to have my own office in Grover Beach, hopefully soon. I decided to move to California, if we're not going to go too far into details, I decided to move. <laughs> this is kind of exciting. Y'all are going to figure this out anyway. Um, I moved to California about 15 years ago because I met my husband on MySpace. 15 blah, years blah,
0: blah, 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 blah. <laughs> MySpace? Wow.
1: MySpace. Back when it was not um, a hookup site. It was just, you know, this is me. This is who I am. So anyway, we fell in love. And I moved out here, and we've been a- married for 11 years, and I just can't, I can't stay away from the Central Coast. I mean, as much as it infuriates me, it makes me so happy to be here. Um, so, I'm here. I decided to start my own business about a year and a half ago before we knew a pandemic was coming, and... Here I am, and we are growing, and we are changing people's lives one house and office space at a time by using super eco-friendly products.
0: Okay, so before we get there, you you, you came to from California 15 years ago from
1: where? Oh, that would be helpful. From the northwest suburbs of Chicago.
0: Ah, I knew yeah. I liked you. Which ones?
1: <laughs> well, I was... Born in Hinsdale, and then my parents moved up to Woodstock, which is around uh, Crystal Lake, Algonquin, like in the Hills. So it's McHenry County. That's where I was pretty much raised for the first 20 years of my life.
0: Okay, so I will tell you that I am a South Chicago native. Um, most when I moved out here, I was I would been living in Bloomingdale, and my daughter lives in Prairie Grove, which is right up where you were yes. so how's how's that folks I mean without even you know Wow first couple of minutes I already learned something pretty cool <laughs> alright so you mentioned about cleaning green so what's your company's name and what does it do
1: we are green clean machine and we clean offices and homes but the reason why I guess, is what I would really like to get into. It's not just cleaning. It's not just, you know, you come in, you clean, you got a sourpuss look on your face because you don't want to be cleaning and then you leave. I really want to change the cleaning world around by introducing products that are truly non-toxic. There are products that we're convinced that are totally free of toxins. However, when you do a deep dive into it and you actually look at the chemicals in there, they're not safe. So I've done a lot of research on that, and I decided, you know what? I love cleaning so much, and I am tired of being an employee. I'm going to start my own business. So, yes, what do we do? We clean, we organize, we declutter, and we educate people. That's what we do. So, all right. So
0: I have been accused of leaving a bathroom or two toxic when I left it. Uh <laughs>
1: We don't do we don't do those cleanups. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, EPA fight site site does come to to mind. Or dear God, what have you done? Uh, oh my God! <laughs> so yeah, I've I've been to a, a caused a couple of those. But so green cleaning is your thing. What 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 brought you into that? Why why the passion for this? You
1: know I guess my earliest memory would be when I was cleaning with my parents, they had a property maintenance business and we would go clean offices. And there was a particular acid toilet bowl cleaner that my dad's like, just go clean the toilet with this. So I'm pouring it in and I decide to take a breath, you know, breathe. No, you don't want to do that. My, I felt like my lungs collapsed. I couldn't scream, I couldn't breathe. So I was so shocked, I ran out of the bathroom and I got, you know, I was trying to find one of my parents and all of a sudden my breath came back. I'm like, that was my earliest memory of, wow, chemicals are dangerous. Even though you better believe that toilet bowl was sparkling clean. So (laughs) I have been cleaning on the side of my medical technician job for over 12 years. And over those 12 years, I discovered and purchased and tried and used and just really tried to figure out what products worked best and what were actually safe. And I actually, actually, actually say actually a lot. I would converse with the EPA and look at the, of course, the Prop 65 list and make sure that those chemicals were not on the list. Well, there's a bunch of chemicals that are not on the Prop 65 list that are still toxic. So over the years, I just discovered what works. And here we are using products that will work just as well as that acid toilet bowl cleaner on your toilet and make it nice and sparkly and clean. So
0: are the well, the south side of Chicago in me says the acid based ones would be much better for a street fight so um, so I'm going to (laughs) assume that none of the newer non-toxic ones are useful in a street fight which means that they're probably California preferred oh well never mind
1: you could throw the pumice stone at someone's eye I guess (laughs) that would work in a street fight I'm going to scratch your face with my pumice stone
0: I can see the Californian (laughs) grabbing it and doing their bottom of their feet or something like that. Yeah, no. (laughs) For those of you in California listening, hey, you know what? I'm a Chicagoan, always have been, always will be. All right, so let's let's skip a bit um, or jump around a bit here. So you talked about the fact that, you know, you started the business just before the pandemic kicked off. What's the past year taught you? What what have you learned in the past year besides people be crazy?
1: I, mean, I know nothing. That's what it's taught me. Is I know nothing. I have never been so humbled in my very short 35 years. And it it taught me that chaos rules all. And <laughs> that and I'm still learning because we're not out of this. Hmm? I'm still learning how to deal with my personal issues that came up It's like wow everything is crazy oh so yeah it taught me that i know nothing
0: sun tzu says and and the art of war is my bible for business but sun tzu says in chaos there's opportunity and like you said there's been a whole lot of it and and what i find is most people don't see the opportunity and just kind of stumble around Okay, so chaos is good. Well, I've been called Captain Chaos, too. So I like chaos. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) So tell us about your show coming up. It's called Let's... Here We Grow Slow, even though every time I want to say it, I call it Let's Grow Slow. So forgive me for that. But tell us about the show. What's it going to be like?
1: I really just wanted to bring that sense of community back Because I feel that this past year has been so disconnected, even though we're all connected all the damn time. I want fellow small business owners to feel like they're heard and they can have an opportunity to be vulnerable and open and be themselves and show our great little community what they have to offer and i want to just keep spreading that happiness and love and you know help other business owners as well
0: i thought you were from chicago spreading happiness i'm sorry that sounds like a (laughs) california thing
1: really i know my sarcasm my chicago sass and sarcasm has you know it's made me a, a very bittersweet young lady so i (laughs) <laughs> trust me you're gonna it's gonna come out you're gonna see the Chicago believe me the amount of sass I can throw um <laughs> so I I think I just want to give back because I have had so much help with other small business owners too and it's it's just the right thing to do and it feels so dang good to give back okay. and plus I just want to have fun I ah, have
0: now day. that I can relate to I can truly truly relate to So, what type of guests will we see?
1: We are going to have a variety of guests. I want to have as many small business owners as I can. But the criteria is actually going to be pretty specific in the sense that if you're not fun, you're not going to be on the show. Like, you can't be goofy or, (laughs) or be yourself. Or you're just so scared. You're so scared of life and everything. Yeah. Woo. Look at that. You Viking Colorado. Viking Chicago. Oh, shoot. Here's my accent. It's coming out.
0: Yeah, I could Um, hear it there. I could hear it there.
1: It's there. It didn't go anywhere. Uh, It. Yeah. Uh, My first couple of guests. It's a good friend of mine and her friend that opened up. A really super funky salon in Pismo Beach, The Creative. And their whole thing with their business is doing exactly what I want to do, which is sharing the love, just bringing in the community and stop being so selfish with your business.
0: I thought you were going to say cleaning right. their clients with green, tox- non toxic chemicals. Never mind.
1: No, no, they're not doing well. They are using non toxic hair salon stuff. Uh, you know look at this look at this hair completely non-toxic so and I support that too I I want businesses that are going to support a way of life that is a little bit more eco-friendly you're not going to be perfect you're not going to be you know some tree-hugging hippie in your business not you can't do that so but I want to encourage people to be more open-minded to it
0: so I, I will tell you there's a few few Native Californians here, and actually some long, long, long fifty plus year transplants that, yeah, they're tree hugging, but they're friends anyway, so that's okay. All Great. right, so you're you're on your way to being the live streaming host. you're You're part of um, you, you own the business. when you're not doing those two things or dealing with your family. What other interests, hobbies, uh, organizations are you with?
1: Well, I would say that traveling is number one for me. Getting out, exploring the world, meeting new people, being humbled by the world, and just being in awe of nature. That's a major, major thing for me. I am obsessed with animals, I think animals are incredible. I love my cat and my dog. And anybody that knows me is like, please stop talking about Betty, please. Uh I enjoy getting outside going hiking. Recently, my husband and I took up jujitsu at Bracy Jiu-Jitsu in the That's been pretty fun. Not too much of this, more of like this. <laughs> and- <laughs> Yeah, just getting that anger out, the frustrations of being a business owner, uh, pretty important. And I love cooking and baking and gardening and reading, you know, the typical 80-year-old stuff. I I'm like old. eating. You like eating? I like eating. I like, I like baking.
0: When, I like when people bake, although my cardiologist really hates it if I eat too much of the baked goods. Um Ooh, yeah. And he's okay. one person I try not to piss off because I know he'll slap me on a... A gurney and cut me open, and I gotta tell you, hanging out with him on a Saturday night when he's rooting around in your heart, not fun, not fun no. at all.
1: No, please, hard pass. Thanks.
0: Okay, and, and, and I, I would get, so. What's your favorite beach in the area? I
1: mean, oh my you... goodness, you know, even though it's quite a trek, I love Halama Beach.
0: Hmm, where's that That's one? The
1: that one is south uh, it's past Lompoc so once you're in Lompoc and you go down Ocean Avenue and you keep going and you keep going and then you turn right somewhere and then you're going oh. over the mountains and they you know, I can't describe very well where it's at but it's just so secluded and clean and you gotta get yourself a Halama burger while you're there yeah. um it's just the tide pools and I think there's a shipwreck there. It's so, you feel like you're almost in another world an hour away. It's wonderful. Nice. But local, local beach, I love I love going to down grand to Grover Beach and meeting my friend there and just going on a walk. I, I like
0: that. I, I do love the, the dunes. I will tell you that my favorite beach, though, is Avila. Um, I have my rebirth, the, my rebirth day there in December um, uh, it was the, the and then I also I I have a, a weird superstition that I have to start January I have to be on January 1st I have to be on Avila Beach the last year that I was not on Avila Beach was January 1st 2018 and that year I lost my best friend and had a massive heart attack so
1: oh gosh
0: when I look at 2020, it wasn't great, but nobody died on me. So
1: and I love Avila Beach.
0: beach and, and just, there's, uh, I love There's a
1: magic that. to it.
0: Yeah, there is. Um, and if they have the grills in there, you can cook out and people leave you alone. And I <laughs> love it there. All oh, right. I like
1: that too. Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> exactly. If I'm on the beach, let me leave alone. So for our listeners... What is your biggest ask these days? What do you need? Who are you looking to talk to? Why?
1: You know, if if I'm trying to be funny, please don't ask me to come clean your house in two days. Please don't. Okay. We're booked. (laughs) Please give yourself time. Like, think about it. Oh, I should probably book a cleaning company if I'm going to move out in a month. I should book them a month ahead of time. That would be great. Um, I feel bad because I want to help people and I want to, you know, like I get them all the time. Can you come clean my house this weekend? No, I don't have time. We're booked. Uh, another ask, I'm going to ask as many things as I want. Um, I would say have the, have it in your mind that cleaning is valuable. We get a lot of people that want super cheap service. For, uh, and done really well they don't they don't want to pay for a service that is considered to be uh, below a, a higher quality service i guess so it takes a lot of work to educate my cleaners to train them to you know pick the best cleaners possible and they're they're really great humans they're great people my employees are amazing i love them and they should be valued. And so just value your cleaners. It's hard work. It's not, it's not easy. Uh, no matter who they are, where they're from, whatever. So, yeah, I think that's it so far. We're doing pretty dang good. Okay.
0: So now, as anyone who's ever watched The Pillars of Franchising or any other show that I tend to be on, it's time for what we call the rabbit hole moment. So we're going to go down the rabbit hole, and today's topic is the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) So it's a two-part question. Assuming that the zombie apocalypse starts in California, where, what part of California will the zombie apocalypse start? And B, assuming humanity survives the zombie apocalypse, how will the green clean machine clean up after the zombies?
1: Ew. Um, Well... Um.
0: (laughs) And now you know why it's called Down the Rabbit Hole. Yeah,
1: this is great. So obviously it's going to be L.A. It's going to start in L.A. You think so?
0: Hollywood will cause it? Yeah. I think there already is one down there. I, I think there's already some in Sacramento and, and San Francisco, but that's beside the point. There,
1: <laughs> I'm not answering the
0: question you are. But, so, no, L.A. I'm I going buy, down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I can buy L.A. Uh, believe me, I can buy L.A. Okay, fair enough. Okay. All right. We, so then at least they'll get, they'll eat their way through Santa Barbara first. So that's neither here nor there. So then, how will the what new um, what new processes? or old processes will you use to clean up after the zombie apocalypse, assuming mankind survives and is victorious?
1: Ooh, well, assuming we are victorious and we've hidden somewhere to survive, because I am not surviving a zombie apocalypse. I do not run. Um, lots of vinegar, at least 40% acidic vinegar. That will help to clean up all the guts and the blood and the leftover parts. I'm going to have to rent a, uh, what are they called? A Caterpillar. One of those okay. um, you know trouble machines. Uh,
0: okay, yeah, I got okay. you.
1: It's new business move, you know, we're going to have to pivot as we have this year, you know, pivoting other things to survive the pandemic. Now we're just going to have to buck up and we're going to have to survive the apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse. So I'm going to have to buy some new equipment. Probably a floor... Uh, floor buffer to get all of those, you know, those blood stains out. What do do zombies poop?
0: I think they just slowly disintegrate from what I've been able to tell.
1: So when they eat, it just doesn't do much. They don't digest. It just kind of no, yeah, it
0: just kind of like splatters all around, which
1: just yeah, you know, it slops away. All right, we don't have to worry about zombie poop then. Um lots of vinegar baking soda to get you know to scrub and some good old muscles you know i All think right. that'll do it
0: so what
1: time are you on next week megan we are on at 2 or 1 30 okay. yeah 1 next week One thirty
0: 30
1: uh,
0: tomorrow PST. next week so and who's our first guest
1: our first guest is Sandra and Juju, the co-owners of the Creative Salon in Pismo Beach.
0: All right. So I'm Fred McMurray. I've been here with Megan McVicker, the host of the new Here We Go Slow, or sorry, Here We Grow Slow. I told you I'd I botch it multiple times, but then again, that's why people okay. watch or listen. Um, we'll be on at 1:30 next Monday, second and fourth Mondays. Thanks for um, hanging out with us today, Megan, and we'll be back next week with Here We Grow Slow. Have a great week, folks. No one else will for you.